This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Razzy Von Dazzy. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Look at us. Look like two shiny new pennies today, huh? In our, in our coat and ties. Bringing it. And that's because, it. Ryan, it's that time of year again. It's the Dork Awards. It's the fourth annual, I believe. You can check the archives. I want to, don't quote me, but fourth annual dork awards where we hand out the awards for the best and worst in everything movies tv video games comic books of the past year and let me say this right out of the shoot i was doing a little bit of research as it relates to the podcast and sort of a good news bad news thing our 2019 dork awards was the most listened to dork episode of 2020 how about that Good news, bad news. Good news, that's great. Bad news, that was the first episode of the year, and people bailed like crazy. And they have <laughs> since fallen off a cliff. They took off. They you said, know what it is? is all I need to hear. It's the it's the quarantine. That's what it quarantine. is. I'm going to blame everything. Everything bad in my life can be traced back to COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen fucked us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right out. You're goddamn right. But we're going to make the most of it, Ryan. Well, we, what other choice can. do we have? Right. That's all, that's all we can do. Also, I would like to a very special thank you to our guy Jordan Bubbles Roy, who. I wouldn't normally rank our listeners. I feel like that's unfair, and we have a lot of good listeners. Sure. He's our best one. By far. Not close. It's not even a competition. Mm-hmm. He's our best for because for two years in a row, he just, on his own, took a whole bunch of clips, mashed them together, and said, hey, do you want to release this as a best of? And I said, yes, I do, Jordan. And yes, it was great because it's funny. I don't, I don't listen back to the episodes, and I oftentimes will forget what we even talked about like the next day. And so he... Uh, t- uh, tweeted me and was like, hey, can you think of anything for best of? And I'm like, oh my god. Uh, I gave him like two things. I'm like, I think. And then so he sent me what we ended up being the final product, an hour and 15 minutes. And I listened through the whole thing and I'm like, I forget most of these moments, but it was very well done and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I was laughing. 
out loud at myself for the first time I think ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because like you said, I I forget yeah. what I said or like what my take was on a certain thing. Mm -hmm. uh, moreover, I would like to point out as you did um, privately, it's a lot of dick jokes. It's mostly dick jokes. It's it's a lot of dick jokes. I feel like that is our sweet spot, though. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't mind me saying, I feel like <laughs> no, I don't mind it. But <laughs> every other thing on there was dick joke, length, girth, mm -hmm. coming prematurely, whatever it might be. Those were that's our yep. bread and butter. That's a, it's what we do. I mean, it's what the people want, Ryan. And I'm not going to disappoint the people. No, I mean, what what other what other avenue can we have to like talk about things? But I mean. It's not for everybody, as we've seen. You can't watch everything. You can't listen to everything. But like, if no. you like a good yeah pecker joke, yes, we're your guys. We're we're, we're them, and that's why 2021 is going to be even bigger and better for hashtag Dork. I feel like we have a nice niche audience, Ryan. Sure, do. and I would love to expand on it. Now, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I just like shooting the breeze with you once a week. It doesn't even matter. I don't but care. That's what I, I said. That's what like people. Yeah. You know, but going back to what you said, so what yep. makes Jordan Roy our best fan? And if you're those of you fans listening out there, do stuff for us for free, <laughs> and we will mention your name on the podcast. So that's all you have to do. If you're wondering that's what it. the secret is, yeah, do a ton of work for us for <laughs> nothing. The that's the secret sauce. Yep. Give us an episode, give us an entire episode that we can air for for nothing. And look at me, I'm living yeah. proof. Yeah. Good point. Davey, do a lot of work. Davey does it for the uh, the Love great the game, price of $0. Love of the game. Hey, you know what's funny? Listening back to that, mm -hmm. obviously, my New Year's resolution picked up a lot of steam. Sure. However, you mentioned in there that you had one, but you didn't want to share it. Do you remember what I, it was? I, do, I don't remember what it was. Because you were like, oh, I got one. I, I have one. I have one. No, I you listened, I listened to the whole thing, but I didn't say what it was. I mean, I no. have... Um, my big goal right now, and I'm a third of the way there, if my math is correct, is I wanted to lose 40 pounds by my 40th birthday. You have 40 pounds to lose? I do. I, I am I am hmm. shockingly dense. If I told you how <laughs> how much I weighed yeah. when I said that, you would not have believed me. Oh, okay. All right. I, I'm just but like... you dropped 20 of that, you already said? Uh, about... Uh, just under 15 20 okay 15, 15 between 15 and oh. 20 pounds wow, yeah. good for you. So, uh, um it is yeah i am hmm. i should be like six three i'm just oh, like based on your height or your weight i mean yeah. based on my weight I i'm just i just a bit of a squat guy yeah. you know all right but yeah Right, so something weird happened to me. Do you mind before we get to the news? Can I tell you what was something weird happened oh, to me? something weird happened to me too but you go first go ahead all right i'll go first and so this is this is odd. So I already know that it's odd. And maybe at the end of this, you can give me on a scale of one to six how odd it is. Like six, I should be worried it's so odd. One being like, just don't even think about it again. I'm intrigued. Okay. So my setup here at the house, not necessarily ideal, but uh, for Christmas season, I put lights around two of my trees. Like, so you go down the stairs from my front door. You've been here. The big tree right to the left as you're walking in. And then like a little bush kind of thing to the right. I light those bad boys up, but don't have them on a timer. And I, the plugs are outside. Sure. Not ideal, but whatever. I plug them in when it gets dark before I go to bed, I unplug them. I don't care. I like it. I like it. It's festive. It looks cool. So I always, always before I go to bed, like, you know, midnight or whatever, I go out there, boom, pop them off. New year's Eve rolls around. Uh, also my anniversary, as you know, yes, I do. Yep. 
may have been overserved. I said, you know what? I'm not going out there. I'll leave him on all night. It doesn't matter. Wake up the next morning, New Year's Day, brand new year. Lights are off. Somebody unplugged my Christmas lights. And now again, you have to walk completely up my driveway yep. and it's out to the outside of my house. So you have yes. to go kind of like where I keep my garbage cans. So somebody walked up there, unplugged them. What is that? Uh, it could be at be best case scenario. Um, it's just a neighbor who just like, hey, I know he shuts these off. But again, that's a you have a, a it's not long, but it's a good walk from your driveway to the actual house. It's not, yeah, it's definitely not long. Basically, you could put two cars back to back and then another one if you parallel parked. Like that's right. kind of how big my driveway is. Yes. So it's you have to go up from like the mailbox. You kind of have to like jog up a little bit. Right. It's a, a jog. You make it's an effort way. anyway. Yes. You make an effort. And also, uh, not to tip my hand uh, from you know my house exactly. From my house, I can only see about six or seven other houses. I'm not like I don't live in Medford anymore where I was like on top of people. Right. I also don't live in like the sticks. It's like, kind of in between. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Now, I'll also admit this. Uh, a while ago, people kind of. We left our doors unlocked for yeah. our car, and people went in there and were messing around. They're just looking for cash, I think. Like, thankfully, they didn't take yep. anything. But like, so I know people have been in our car. So maybe that. But like, why the fuck would you turn the lights off? So then the next day, the next day. So now the January second or whatever, my wife goes to work early. And then she she texts me. And she's like, "Did you shut the lights off last night?" And I was like, "I did." But I said, "Why did somebody turn them on?" And she was like, "No, no, no, they didn't." But I'm like, "What is?" this is it a message what are they doing i don't know that's again that's... we don't get a ton of foot traffic it's one thing if i lived near like a college or whatever you're gonna get your house egged you're gonna get your mailbox smashed whatever i don't it's give the, a shit. damn kids you the the damn kids. kids i don't care anyway yeah. that was weird. What, what's you your have you gotten ding dong ditched yet in your neighborhood i don't have a working doorbell so no <laughs> so here's the weird thing that happened to me. And this, I was going to save this for the news, but oh, I'm sorry. Of weird how things. weird is that? One to six. How weird is that? It's like a four. Okay. All right. Yeah. The fact that the, you do it every night, but the one night you didn't, someone did it. Yes. Bizarre. Bizarre. Okay. Um, I tweeted out yesterday uh, a pick of the pod, Tanya Roberts. Oh, and yeah. I said that this lady is very important to me. Rest in peace. Um, for those of you who I wanted to wait until the podcast to tell you why, because I don't want to put it on Twitter. Uh, first pair, uh, first topless woman I ever saw in my life. Is that right? Andy Roberts in the Beastmaster. Have you ever seen Beastmaster? No. Yep. I remember. I, think I should see it. There's topless women. There is. But it was one of those movies. It was rated PG. Pick of the pot. So my parents were like, no, here's the oh. weird thing, Rich. Comes out today. She's not dead. Her publicist. Her, no, her publicist put out a thing saying that, like, on her Instagram or, like, her Twitter saying that she had passed away. It was all over Twitter. And then she's like, no, it was, like, an official thing. It wasn't, like, a, one of those internet rumors. Like, her actual PR person put out a thing that said she was dead, and she's not. That's terrible. So she's alive. She's alive and well. So, 65 so not years old. pick of the pod. Not pick of the pod. So I got to delete that tweet now. That is weird. You yeah, know, I hate deleting those tweets, but I know, but this time she's not dead. She's not dead. Or you can <laughs> just retweet it and be like, hey, glad you're still with us at Tanya Richards. Friend of the friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod. First, first pair of um knockers. Real hooters. You never forget your first. Nope. And that was her. Okay. Nice bathing scene in Beastmaster, which is an awesome movie. If you haven't seen Beastmaster, please see it. I'll add it to my queue. 
There you go. All right, Ron, let's get to the news. Let's get to the news. This week in yeah. All right, Ryan, how about this? Just came out today that Michael Keaton is going to be the Batman in the DCEU. Bat- Michael Keaton is going to be Earth-1 Batman. Robert Pattinson is going to be Earth-2 Batman in the DCEU. Now, who knows if they ever even cross those over, but that sort of explains why the Batman's going to be its own thing. There's always a chance they could cross it over. Still fascinated to see what they do with the Flash movie. Obviously, all the rumors about Flashpoint and everything else, but bringing Michael Keaton back. He, of course, of uh, Batman and Batman Returns back in the day. So the um, the differences in the in the dimensions is a little bit easier in... DC, right? Because it's like Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth 3. Yes. Whereas in, in Marvel, Marvel, it's like 616 and like a bunch of other weird numbers and chaos. whatever, right? It's absolute chaos. Um, so, and I know people are speculating right now, this either opens the door for a age-appropriate Dark Knight Returns or a Batman Beyond live-action movie. I'm thinking maybe they go Batman Beyond. I think so, too. Yeah. Which would That's be which would be pretty cool. Um and this obviously does not take away from the Pattinson role. Um, the Earth One suit—I was excited because the Earth One suit is one of my favorites of the Batman. Oh suit. yeah. So um, but I'm curious if Michael Keaton is the Batman now. Is he also like everything we saw of Ben Affleck? Is that just him? Like he's just replacing Ben Affleck, and therefore is Ben Affleck the Batman from the Michael Keaton, Burton, and Schumacher movies? Now I know Schumacher. Or uh, Keaton didn't do the Schumacher movies, but those are supposed to be sequels. They're, they're the same, right. Now, so that can't be. It can't, it can't be because we already the, saw Joker, and that wasn't a Jared Leto Joker. That was Jack Nicholson. Right. Okay. And the issue at bar here. So, 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 like you said, Affleck is not Batman anymore. No, in fact, right. some podcast broke that story. I was going to ask you, where's wide the, open? I don't remember, but was the first time, the first person who said that was? <sighs> well, it was hashtag dork via, I don't know, a pretty good source. Casey Affleck. Did you ever hear of him? Ever hear of him? Oscar mm. winner? Hmm. Friend of the podcast. Hmm. Friend of the podcast. Actually, not friend of the podcast because they tried to put the fire out on that his publicist called our person and was like can we get him back on the air to clear it up and i said sorry the red Sox are on we don't have a show right now that's a true story <laughs> anyway that's awesome yeah that's great that he is great stepped in it but he broke the news here and we appreciate that a lot of people called it clickbait didn't make sense we weren't clickbait we're actually just you know the hard news we are not we are not news. marvel fanboys we have been described we are just we're reporting the news just the facts ma'am we're like <laughs> that's yeah. us that's all that's all you can do yeah but I am interested in this. Obviously, the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Oh, shit. Didn't add it. We probably should do a late ad. One of the best trailers of 2020 was I mean, that's it. Batman. Yeah. That's already it. That's your winner. We don't even that's your winner right there. There you go. We, that, that one. Spoiler. It just won. That's actually the first dorky yeah. of, the, uh, first of the year. Of the year. Right there. Bang. So somebody wants to come. If Matt Reeves wants to accept the dorky. He, uh, he can. We should try to get him on the podcast. I bet he'd do it. Matt Reeves is busy or anything. He's a super dork. He would do it in a second. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, Cobra Kai Season 3 currently streaming on Netflix. I haven't dipped in yet. Have you? I have not. Um, I'm kind of waiting for the right time. 
Well, we are going to do an episode not next week, but the week after. So if you're planning your schedule and you want to watch along with us next week, we're going to preview the 2021 movies that are knock on wood supposed to come out. And then the week after that, we'll do Cobra Kai season three. And I think the issue I have with Cobra Kai is if I sit and watch one episode, I'm going to watch five. You're right. And I have, I just haven't had the time to do that yet. Yeah. Uh, And the other thing I got here is we are less than two weeks away from WandaVision and the more they put out, the more I am intrigued by this. I When they first announced it back in the day, like here are the shows that are coming to Disney+. Plus. It was kind of lower on my interest list. But my interest is peaked, Ryan. And I can't wait for January 15th when the first episode, excuse me, comes out. I just, they've done a really good job of, I have no really I, real idea of what's going on. I mean, I know it's kind of a multiverse feel. Here's, I know we've speculated yeah. that yeah. she could be trying to find a way to bring him back. Yeah. My one hope, and how much of it's like in her mind, you know, like it's going to be a weird show. It just, please don't be as confusing as Legion. Be less confusing than Legion. That's all I'm asking. And uh, it can be weird. It can be like a thinker. Like, I'd love that. We can talk about it. We can kick it around. What the hell does that mean? This, that, everything. But come on, don't be Legion. Don't be Legion. And I just want to put a button on this. I'm just looking through Twitter right now and looking at all, because obviously Ben Affleck is trending on Twitter right now. Sneaky, one of the better Batman. And he got he got porked, I think. Ryan, I'll, I've said this, and I've taken a little bit of heat for it. The best Batman. Uh, it's 1A, one, 1B. One, one one like, he I got screwed. I feel like it's kind of unfair. And I, I mean the best total package, Bruce Wayne and Batman. He's the best at that because he gets screwed – because the movies that he were in were terrible and Christian Bale gets propped up because his movies were so good. Right. But I would rather have Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck to me, best Batman. If you, if you had Ben Affleck in the Christopher Nolan movies, that's the, that's the greatest movie of all time. Of all time. I I think just from a physical standpoint and I think he's a water. He's huge. He's a big, he's a mountain of a man. Did you see that, that new picture of him? That, oh, that him spilling the donkeys? Yeah. Paparazzi took. What an asshole the paparazzi was. Yeah. I'm an Affleck fan, man. I'll tell you. I am too. I am too. And I, I feel bad. bad. I feel like he got screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Ryan, let's get to some bad takes, shall we? Yep. This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. All right. Of course, our buddies, Jason Rossi and Billy D, they host the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, par- part of the hashtag Dork Shared Universe. And on a recent episode, I think they were doing top 11 female wrestlers of all time. Sure. Jason Rossi, sort of an offhanded uh, comment, said that the members of the DSG, you, me, Mac, Goo, Fryer, uh, Wes, Shime, Dr. Joe, he says are very negative. So we're very negative people. Now, before you jump in here, this is a guy, Jason Rossi, who doesn't like the movie Avengers Endgame or Bad Santa, just to name two. And he's calling us negative? Hmm. Yeah, I don't really understand. I don't understand. I mean, it's hmm. our job as podcast people to be... Professionals. Be professional, but also be yeah. critical of things that we, you know, things that we like and don't like. And I've always said, Ryan, we calls them as we sees them. Right. And I think the worst thing you can have is like a lukewarm take. Now, there's some people who I listen to every day who don't really pick a side. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm not talking about anybody in particular, to be completely honest. I listen to a lot of things a lot, but like being a fence sitter is not something that's going to. No, 
probably it's not it's not great, especially in my line of work. If you're doing, uh, I'm not talking about your line. I'm talking about any line of work. I'm just saying, yeah, good point. But I think just any good conversation, you have to be passionate one way or the other, and that's why I still think about sometimes. And God knows why I do. I'm an odd person. Mac and Goo did an episode once with Chris Scheim about Pokemon. I don't know anything about Pokemon, but they were so into it particularly shine was so into it so knowledgeable of it and passionate about it that i listened to the whole thing i didn't know what they were talking about but it was an hour and it went by but if you took any topic and you're like me that's nothing so what we do is when we find a movie and if it sucks we're gonna tell you it sucks if we like it we're gonna tell you we like it and why and And most of the time he was setting it up to be like a uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which he also said wasn't good, which because it wasn't. But he's like, a lot of the guys were negative. In fact, they're always negative. I'm like, mm, I no. would say, I would say, even in a year that's down for movies as as this year has been, if you go back and listen to everything we did, most of what we watched got positive scores, and I think it's because we know yeah. what we like. Right. Yeah, the true. only time we're negative is when we're disappointed by something that should have been better. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that so, happened. This last and, that, and that's a human thing to be critical of something that you hoped would be better. Yeah. That's the only time. time I think we're negative. Yeah. Or when people don't set rules oh. for drafts or don't fundamentally understand <sighs> what a draft is. Here we go again. Yep. This is going hey, to get brought up again, I think. It's not, as, <laughs> as we say, facts don't care about feelings, right? Just the facts here. You know? Right. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Fucking rights, but ball don't lie. That's another thing. And right. ball don't lie, and ball is life. That's the correct. Thing that I know in this world, both are right? true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Good so point. There, that right. is. Yeah, well said. That's the that's the uh, the period of the two things I want. Two takeaways from this right now. Ball don't lie. Yep. Ball is life. Correct. As you know, I've been a baller my whole life. If you take away any two things from this podcast today, Ever. we are on episode 221. Right. Just on EEI. Just so on EEI. We've done over 300 episodes, uh, yeah. and we're st- and this is still the product you're getting, but we've done over take 300 from episodes. somebody who knows Ball as much yeah. as I do. And just to refresh, Ball is life, and Ball <laughs> don't lie. There you go. I love it. There it All is. Right. Okay. And again, you know my pedigree on the hardwood. Yeah, let's get to the next one. <laughs> Even if it takes more than a minute. As an aside, when we would have like open gym at St. Paul's school, it was really a battle between the hockey players and the wrestlers as to who were worse at basketball. It was amazing. Yeah. Just and brick city. Painful, res- painful to watch. My response 99% of the time was like, hey, there's open gym. Do you want to play basketball? My answer was no. No, you did not. And they're like, why not? It's fun. I'm like, I do not belong. <laughs> it's not my sport, man. Nope. <laughs> and I forget what movie it was, but what character it was. But he said like, I can't swim, so I keep my ass out of the pool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't belong there. I know yeah. I didn't. I knew I didn't belong there. Right. Um, if you grew up playing hockey. You nowhere near a basketball court. That's right. Anyway, so Davey's video game minute. So I wanted to take some time right now to drop some news on you, but also in the spirit of the dorkies, in the spirit of this being our first episode of the new year, yeah. um, give you a little something else. So the the only news I have right now is that I've I've uh, you'll be happy to know that I've I've bitten the bullet and I have joined a Madden football league. Ryan, I'm now, worried about I know I, I'm worried about me too. And I'll okay. tell you why, Rich, because I've, as I've explained to the people um, 
Mac is the condition, uh, the commissioner, first and foremost. So that's a red flag Scary. already. Yep. Um, there are very strict rules about when to play. This is this. It's crazy. It's one yeah. of those like super serious like fantasy football leagues. Okay. All right. Um, they made me take a team in the NFC Central. That's not a NFC division. North. The NFC North is. Yep. So I I have the Vikings. So I've taken the Vikings. But all right. The teams they've been doing sure. this for like three four seasons. So the teams are all dismantled. Somehow I have Drew Locke as my starting quarterback. Oh, I, I don't get, know. No, get out of there. You don't want him. I just got Jacoby Brissett. So uh, you don't want him either. What happened? I, there's no quarterbacks in this league. No, no. So they tra- they do all these trades and these crazy drafts. You got to trade. You got to offer somebody something. I have Tyreek. I have Tyreek Hill. Oh, just okay. Well, I can okay. dump him. I'm okay. I no, fr- keep him. If I want to trade. Um, but I still have Thielen. I have uh, okay. Joe Connor. So I have a decent team. All right. So, um, uh. But yeah, it was either the Vikings or the Bears that I could pick, and I chose the Vikings. Yeah, either way. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the news right now. So be on the lookout. We're going to do some streams and stuff. And and we were talking right before we jumped on the air. We're I'm thinking of in the new year. We are going to make the jump. Um, I'm still going to put stuff on Twitch um, for those of you who will follow on Twitch. But we are going to make wholesale with your streaming. The other news I had was you streamed. Uh, I did. I figured out there. a way to stream yeah. through this. And so... Our YouTube channel, which we stream these episodes right now, many uh, some of you are watching right now. Uh, you guys can watch it after the fact or whatever. Just go to youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. You'll find yep. us there. Subscribe. We do these episodes Monday night, but we might sprinkle in some other things. So I played Mega Man 2, and big assist from the chat, Ryan, because I forgot the finishing like order to get Dr. Wiley, and oh, the guys yeah. in the chat were like, got to go fire. Gotta go bombs, gotta go bubbles. And yeah, I beat fire the bomb bubbles. Yep. And it was great. So uh, and that was just spur of the moment. That was actually more of a test run. And I ended up just playing the whole game and it was it was a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and we'll have more than just these episodes. Uh, me and Davey will both take cracks at streaming and, and everything else. So yeah, so the the uh, in the new year we're we're putting everything more of a focus on the YouTube page rather yeah. than spreading ourselves Facebook and spreading ourselves thin and all that stuff. We're yeah. still gonna do that stuff, but focus more on the YouTube. Yes. Um Always get the buzzsaw first. I found too. I always get the. I always the metal guy. metal man. It was metal man. Always get metal, metal man. first. Oh, because, because that shreds bosses. It kills everybody. Yeah. Uh, the other the other nice cheat is, uh, Crash Man. For some reason, the Air Man. Right. His gun. It takes about one shot. Yeah. Two hits. Ridiculous. Crazy. I remember the last time I played Mega Man, I, I had to like I remember the order in which to do the yeah. levels. Yeah, because there's a couple levels where like if you don't have the stuff, you're kind of effed. And that's yeah. why like it's both an easy game if you know what you're doing, but also a really difficult game. I remember I was sitting, this is a few years ago, and my nephew wanted to play. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And we're sitting there and he like goes to do a certain guy. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do him. I'm like, no, 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 don't do him. Yeah. Yep, right. And he's just like, what? Like, why can't well, I fight this boss? I'm like, don't. The- you can't do Heat Man right now. Was it Bubble Man or is it bu- the water level? Is it Bubble Man? That's the easiest level to beat, but you don't do that one first. Like you can beat that straight up, but you don't want to do that one first. Yeah. And like Quick Man, for example, his level is super hard. And right. one of the workarounds is Flash Man's time stop. Right. And if you don't have that, you can still beat it, but it's fucking it's hard. hard. Yeah. It's fucking hard. And it's you hard. need the um the rocket sled to get across the on, lava thing. On Heat Man. On heat yeah, so you yeah. need so they, you need uh, item number two. So you need yeah, you need to get <laughs> pretty I far in the game. I love that game so much. So I was even saying during the podcast or during during that stream, I'm like, 
You can find me doing like Nintendo, Sega, N64. Yep. Like if you're looking for PS5 games, that's that's where Davey will come in. So my uh, yeah. so I wound up I have the PlayStation 5, by the way. And so yes. what I wound up doing over the holidays was my father at uh 60, how old is he now? He's almost 68 years of age. Yeah. Um just decided right now that he wanted to start gaming. I mean, this is the man who got me into gaming with River Raid and Atari 2600. Like I've had that. But he wants the first. new stuff. He so I gave him my PlayStation 4. Oh. With my entire game library. And I got to tell you, for a guy who is... Is he, is he picking it up? No. He is completely <laughs> overwhelmed. I said, look, man, I got a Raspberry Pi that has all like the classic Nintendo games. I yeah. Like, yeah. Nintendo, I got all that shit. He's like, no, no, no. I, don't, I already played that shit. I don't want any of that shit. He's like, I want that. I was like... I can't. He's like, your brother, your brother told me you should give me your PlayStation 4. I'm like... Okay. Okay. I was like, start slow, man. Now, it ain't it. And I'll tell you, uh, I've probably mentioned this in the podcast before, but my dad also got me into video games. It was actually mm-hmm. my dad's original Nintendo that I have now. It was a gift that he got yep. way back in the day. I saw him beat Mario 1 when I was little, and it blew my mind. Blew my mind. So he beat Mario 1, and he was really good at that. Uh, he was good at all Nintendo games. Then we moved on to Sega. That was our next system in the house. And he played all those games with me. He was really good at NBA Jam. I told you this, how he would yep. play as Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning all the time. And the best dominate. They're the best, best team. team. They're shooting threes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they don't shoot threes. Like, they shoot threes in this game. So anyway, so he was great at that. And I want to say it was PS1 or PS2. We, I'm like, hey, you want to play like Madden or like NCAA? And he's like, yeah. And it was like, that was the breaking, that was the cutoff. Like, you it broke was, the, the playbook was too robust. He would get like delay a game, like just circling through all these plays. Like it was too much. But now he has my old PS2 up at the house. Oh, yeah. And he plays with my nephew. He plays like the racing games when he goes up there. And like my, my nephew's always like, hey, do you want to you want to go play play P- like play racing games? And he's like, sure. So he's like down there. They play like, Tekken. They play the fighting games. So like he's into that now. So he definitely likes video games. I used to catch him when I was little playing doom on the computer, like yeah. all hours of the night. He'd be down yeah. down there on the keyboard playing doom. So awesome. anyway. So the other thing that I wanted to get to, and this is a long video game minute, by the way, also brought to you by the good people at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Yeah. Get you some. It's the new year. Come on. New year's resolution. You owe it to yourself. And by the way, drink some of that Wild these Bill. mugs, I have to say, these mugs are the shit, by the way. They, yeah. they, they look awesome, they but do. they're also insulated, so they keep your hots hot and your colds cold. That's the name of the game. And That's so it doesn't game. matter if you'd rather be super hot or super cold. It can get you done both ways. This does it bo- does it both ways. Hmm. If you like to do it both ways. And I do. There you go. And I do. All right. So the last thing I want to do, I want to rip off. I know we're deep into the video game. Minute. Yeah, well, let's go. Come on. Like five or six games that I'm looking forward to in 2021. That's it. That was what I wanted to do. We got off, got off the rails. Uh, first and foremost, God of War Ragnarok. Now I'm looking forward to most, most importantly, Games that run in 4K at 60 frames that really push the technology of these new consoles. And I believe that this is going to be one of them. Did I just say too much? No, no, you no. You like no. shook your head. To... So no. I, I'm looking forward to uh, God of War specifically to do that, to push the PlayStation 5 to what it can actually do. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for this. Hitman 3, which next-gen console with Hitman, I think would be really good. These are the games I played uh a ridiculous amount of an embarrassing amount of just to try to kill people in creative ways okay one i know you and i are excited for we might actually stream together gotham knights yeah oh 100 so a dual a dual batman 
and women game that you can play co-op. And I can play as Red Hood. You can play as Red Hood, oh. and I'm probably going to go probably Batgirl. Nightwing. Yeah, okay. I like to get acrobatic with it. All right. Um, let's see. There's I a like game that. coming out. Get this. It's James McAvoy, All right. Daisy Ridley, and okay. Willem Dafoe. The game's called 12 Minutes. Hmm. Um, it's a narrative-driven thriller in which a man with no name is has a romantic evening with his wife is interrupted by an intruder. As the man tries to stop the attacker, he's knocked out and finds himself back at the start of the evening and is stuck in an infinite time loop of 12 minutes. Oh, so you have to like get through the get like figure out a way to get through the 12 minutes. That's pretty cool. I like that game. I like the sound of that. Yeah, um, I do. There I is a game called Black Myth Wukong, which is a v- game I'm very excited about. It's coming out of China, believe it or not. Okay. Um, there is a trailer for this game, a gameplay trailer that is 13 minutes long. It looks incredible. It's made by this Chinese developer named Game Science Interactive Technology. Only 30 people worked on this game. And it looks incredible. Wow, that's crazy. They, they said after they debuted this trailer, they got over 10,000 applications to work at their company. Wow. Um, th- that's how good this game looks. Okay. Um, and uh-huh. usually this is weird for a story-driven game um, in China to be like the thing. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And obviously Far Cry 6 with Giancarlo Esposito as the bad guy in the game looks fucking incredible. That looks badass. Yeah. yeah so that's, I'm, I'm done. Boom. Okay. Ryan, let me ask you another question. Are you ready for the topic du jour? We've wasted enough time. Let's do it. Well, this is why we're all dressed up, and this is why you are all here tonight. That is because it is the 2020 Dork Awards, the fourth annual Dorkies, handing out the prize for the best and worst in movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, and much, much more. We have, I believe, close to 20 categories, and we have six nominees, as it would be, very apropos, Six nominees, and then we will kick it around for a minute and crown a winner. Um, the first category, very much up your alley, so I will let you introduce this one. This is the Mario Kart 64 Award, a name that I hate uh, for the best video game of the year. We call it that because, obviously, Mario Kart won our best video game of all time. Yes, it did. Uh, Mario Kart 64 is the best video game of all time based on a recent Dork Madness results voted on by you, the listener. So, Ryan, that's the name of it. We don't need to dwell on the name of the award. Who are the six And nominees? the nominees are hmm. Fall Guys, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, The Last of Us Part Two, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Wow. So I've only played three of these games. That is yes. why you were the expert. I've played Fall Guys. I've played The Last of Us Part Two and Tony Hawk. We actually did standalone episodes for both Tony Hawk Remastered and The Last of Us Part Two. Yes. To me, The Last of Us Part Two was just so over-the-top incredible that without having played the other ones, that would be my vote, but this is one where I definitely would yield to whatever your pick is. So this is something that Obviously, a lot goes into the thought process here. So straight out fun. If you want to have fun playing Fall Guys or playing Tony Hawk, that's going to be the game you go to because it's just whether it's nostalgia or whether it's just something that's simple. Like Fall Guys is just a simple game that you can play with friends or whatever. Um, And then you have these games like um, Hades, which are like like for more... It's like a gamer's game. So like someone who likes replayability, who likes to do things different ways, who likes to like real 
really dive into the game mechanics. Like Hades is a is a really cool game. Um, honestly, my personal favorite of the year. Um, and then you have these three games: um, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Two, and Spider Man Miles Morales, which told these re- unbelievable stories and yeah. in a beautiful way. But I think the game um, that stuck with me the most, as I said, I, we're going to crown a winner right here: The Last of Us Part Two. Um, landmark shit man i mean this was haunting um and i i honestly believe that uh, you could loved it i I still think about it sometimes i do too and i i think about like ghost of tsushima and spider-man miles morales honestly you could make an argument for either one of those games and i would i would agree with most of what you said but i honestly the game that stuck with me the most was last of us part two such a long game too like there was so much gameplay in that and i just thought after playing the last of us one mm-hmm. there was no way i would like a character more than ellie and i definitely wouldn't think i'd want to kill ellie turns out i did and i did and <laughs> what they did was such a great thing so remember there was all those leaks about yeah uh, what happened in the game and i remember neil Druckmann saying like yeah that sucks but that's in like the first 10 minutes of the game yeah, it was so long. And then once yeah. you realize that you get to play as both characters, and once you realize that, oh, I'm only on like day one with Abby, I'm like, I have a ways to go. Yeah, I remember yeah. you telling me, you're like, well, I just got to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you got a yeah. fucking long way Buckle to go. In. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, right. I mean, that game is, is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Congratulations to The Last of Us Part Two. For mm-hmm. winning the video game of the year, uh, Ryan. The next one. Let's just get right in. We're not gonna. We're not gonna tiptoe in. We're not giving yep. you like you know best costume design like they do at the Oscars. Nope. We're giving you the heavy hitters here early as well. The Breaking Bad Award for the best TV show of the year, and the nominees are Better Call Saul from AMC, The Boys, Amazon Prime, Dave, FXX, Devs, Hulu, The Mandalorian. Disney Plus, Ozark, Netflix. We ran a poll at Dork Podcast, and I feel like recency bias won the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, We only obviously had four out of these six on the poll, but the Mandalorian won running away. And I don't think that's a bad, I don't think that's a bad choice. To me, it probably comes down to Better Call Saul or Dave. I, and again, a case could be made. Now, if we did the best, TV comedy of the year or best TV drama of the year, they would both win Mm -hmm. far and away. To me, Better Call Saul consistent. I don't think there was a bad episode this season. And I think with The Mandalorian, you could make the argument that there were some episodes that weren't as good as others. There was was one bad episode. There was a couple okay ones. Yeah, Better Call Saul was just... And that was their penultimate season. They're supposed to be coming out with one more season this year. I don't know yep. when, but they're the final season. It's great. Like it is it, again. The name of the award is after Breaking Bad, and Better Call Saul is right there with it. It is. It absolutely is. And I would love, and I think they're going to do it because why wouldn't they? This my favorite scene in Breaking Bad is when Jesse and Walt kidnap Saul. Yeah, and he's got his hands over his head, right? And he said, "Put a dollar in my pocket." Yeah, they end Better Call Saul with that scene. Oh, oh, they could. Yeah, they, they could. end Saul with that scene where he's like, "Put a put a dollar in my pocket, fade to yeah. black." 
And doesn't he mention uh, who does he mention? Uh, he mentioned Lalo. He said, "Did Lalo?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so crazy. I, to like, me, it's a so better show. So consistently, smart. and the show's funny. Yeah, that you care about the characters. Now, I'm not saying that. Like, I mean, the boys was not. If if uh, the first season was like an A plus, this was like an A A minus. Like the yeah. boys fell off. I liked a it a lot, bit. but it's not best show of the year. Devs, I never watched was, Devs. Devs was incredible, but okay. it's not for everybody. Okay. Um. Same with Ozark. Ozark right? was yeah. solid. It was a good season of yeah. Ozark, but I still feel like, to me, it was probably Better Call Saul, Dave, The Mandalorian, The Boys. That'd probably and be my my strong four. Not to say anything, but The Mandalorian had the best TV moment. I agree. I it still just, that that the not the, the best show episode the the Jedi was maybe the best out of all of it. That and yeah. that Better Call Saul episode where they're in the desert. Oh my Better god, that was incredible! It. And so I that would one say. Too. That and the gate the Gata episode of Dave, yeah, might have been my favorite episode of TV all year. Yeah, the one with just about Gata's backstory. That might have been my really? favorite episode of TV. Speaking of the next uh, award, Ryan, go ahead. The next the Nora Durst Award. Now Nora Durst played by Carrie Coon in The Leftovers. Is that what yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, best TV character of the year, uh, Dave slash Lil Dicky. So, um, in the show, Dave Homelander from the Boys, Joe Exotic from Tiger. Oh, sorry, King, I, I gave you a I gave you a late copy. Swap out Homelander and put Gata in. Gata from yep. Dave. Yep. Um, Saul Goodman from Better Call Saul. Ted Lasso from Ted Lasso, and Ahsoka Tano from Clone Wars: The Mandalorian. You also um, forgot. Uh, did I not put it? Joe Exotic from? Tiger I put Joe Exotic. Oh, sorry, Joe I didn't hear you. And I said, so, believe it or not, that show actually did come out this year. It, I know. Um, now, to me. Is he a character or is that like a person for Joe Exotic? Because Jesus Christ, talk about <laughs> captivating TV, man. Like that guy, every time he was on the screen, it was just absolute power plant. Just electric. It was, I mean, I guess he was technically a character. Now he's a real person. But like, I don't know. You can play yourself, can't you? I guess. But I thought, and again, Ahsoka Tano. Now hear me out on this one. Here's my pitch for Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. The final season of The Clone Wars was this year. Feels yep. like forever ago, but it was this year. So she was dynamic in that. And then only one episode of The Mandalorian. But we're talking character. We're not talking actor or performance. Just character. And the fact that she was so good in Clone Wars and had such a strong one episode of The Mandalorian, I think she's got a really good case. I would say, yes, she has a case for this year, but it will have a better case next year. Yeah, with her, she own, has her own When she has her own sure. show. Um, so I, and I, I hate you know, doing that after just talking about it, but uh you're gonna go Gata or Dave? Dude, little Dicky. Little Dicky. I'm gonna go Dave. I'm gonna go little Dicky. I'm gonna Dicky. go Dave also. I'm gonna go what, Dave. Yeah. What did the freestyle at the end, which I'm told was a real freestyle, by the way. I, I can watch that on loop. But I'm told that that was he did that on Sway. On Sway. So if you go on YouTube, he actually did a freestyle on Sway's morning show, which was longer and equally as good. He's done a couple on Sway. I've gone down a couple of uh, wormholes on uh, wormhole, rabbit hole, whatever the fuck. Whatever, yeah. On on little dicky freestyles on different shows that he's been on. A couple with Sway. They're outrageous. Outrageous. And I got put on to, I watched the music video for Professional Rapper with him and Snoop Dogg, which is Incredible. like your favorite little dicky song. Yeah. The, I can't find a more likable person. I mean, this show was an absolute, this and Ted Lasso, were exactly what I needed mm. this year, just to be a complete delight. Okay, like just like a show that I would watch and it would I would be happy. I would be so happy after I watched it. 
Yeah. Um, Ted Lasso and Dave. So if you haven't seen either one of those shows, definitely watch watch that for sure. Dave was so was so good, so good. All right, the Dexter final season award that goes to the most disappointing TV show of the year. The nominees: Fargo on FX, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Netflix, Hoops, Netflix, Lock and Key, Netflix, Ratchet, Netflix, and Space Force, Netflix. A little bit of a theme here. A little bit of a theme. A lot. Of, and this is this. I was looking at Netflix last night. Now that The Office is gone right? And Parks and Rec is gone. And I was saying to my wife that, and I said this when we were ranking the streaming services, yeah, you 75, 75% of Netflix is, a gar- is garbage. And it has never been more the case than it is right now. Now, I saw Hoops was an animated show um, with uh, Jake Johnson from New Girl. He's the voice of Peter B. Parker as like this like fuck up yeah. basketball coach. Yeah. And you think like, oh, it's going to be kind of funny. It was atrocious like i i didn't even get through the first episode and i know lock and key we got through it but it was kind of a slog and i didn't good. like the i didn't like the little kid no i didn't like the show it really and i like the book a lot joe hill great book oh uh, yeah i mean me. it's it's great um really what this boils down to i won't get into blind manner and i won't get into like uh ratchet because i think ryan murphy's fallen off a cliff. i mean he had his thing and he's lost his way. Completely. And it wasn't the worst. I just like the one floor of the cuckoo's nest tie-in, and there wasn't enough of it. I watched the whole series, but it, yeah. what, it's probably the best show on this list, but I still didn't love it. But anyway. What this boils down to is Fargo and Space Force. Now, for me, I'm going to say that a Greg Daniels, Steve Carell show with John Malkovich and a bunch of like pretty funny people, fucking unwatchable, man. Did anyone, I don't know anybody who got through the whole thing. No, I didn't even make it to the second episode. I got to I got to episode four and shut it off halfway through. So like three and a half. I know we don't do half shows here, but we do. <laughs> like I got. Yeah, that's I'm like I can't. I'm I can't you. do this. You know I what? can't do this anymore. I would give it to that. As disappointed as I was in Fargo, and the reason why I was disappointed in Fargo is because season one, incredible. Season mm-hmm. two, incredible. Three, not great, but some really good performances in there and like some yep. good characters. This one sucked, and like I was like, oh, Chris Rock, Jason Schwartzman. That's interesting. It was very disjointed. The show was a slog and a half. Yeah. But I think you're right. When you name all the people involved in Space Force, and I remember you're like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And it was the opposite. So, yeah, let's go with Space Force, most disappointing TV show of the year. And again, like Fargo, I just had a really hard time buying Jason Schwartzman as a mob boss. Yep. Yeah, like, it wasn't great. Fuck, that was not. No. It, no, it not wasn't at all. great. Uh, let's go to. Oh, you got the next one. So, Dark Knight Award, the best movie of the year. Ooh. So, this is the next one. So, we have in the running right now. This is a big award, guys. This, this is, is the one big of the award. awards of the year. This is maybe the biggest award of the year. The Invisible Man, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Palm Springs, Sound of Metal, The Way Back, and Wolf Walkers. So, okay. some of these you haven't seen yet. So, so I'll, I'll kind of tip, tip you through it. So, um, The Sound of Metal, do you want to, do you want up watching that? I haven't watched it yet, but I, I think I'm going to. It's it's incredible. It's it's so good, and the way it's shot, like obviously they got it's about a metal drummer who loses his hearing. Yeah. He's also like a recovering heroin addict, so like it's heavy. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, what do you do <laughs> with your when you've like lost your life's entire purpose? Like what right. what do you do? Right. Um. Uh. So that was really good. Um. Wolf Walkers is 
if Soul wins Best Animated Feature of the Year, I'll be disappointed because Wolf Walkers was that good. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's on Apple TV right now. If you have that, you can watch it. Um, kind of like old school animation, but just like a great story. So if you guys haven't seen Wolf Walkers, definitely check that out. Um, Palm Springs. I saw that. Fucking, loved it. Just a fucking good movie, man. I love Palm just Springs. A good great movie. idea. Yeah. Sam, I like Sandberg. Some people don't. I do. And I thought he was good. It was a good idea. Obviously, it's a you know, Groundhog Day idea, which right. has been done before, but this twist on it, I really liked. Mm -hmm. uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is Chadwick Boseman's last live action film. He and uh, Viola Davis are in this. Takes place in the twenties in Chicago. He's he plays the trumpet in her band, and it's really this was used to this was a play, and you can mm -hmm. tell because there's like three scenes or like or like two sets basically, mm -hmm. and so it's really more just about the acting in this. So that's why I want to put this on the list. Um, the Way Back blew me away. I just thought it was going to be generic sports movie. This is the Ben Affleck basketball the ben Affleck movie. One, yeah. Like, really good, surprisingly. Like, there are plenty of sports cliche that go on in it, but it's still, like, good. And it's on HBO right now for people who want to watch it. My vote, though, Ryan, would be The Invisible Man. That, to me, was the best movie I saw this year. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, and that was like in would, February. Yeah, I mean, I would give, I would edge it to the the sound of metal. Um, All right, let's let's go with that. That's fine with me. If I, I'm telling you, watch it. You'll All be right. blown away by just like the. It's kind of it's kind of hard to explain, but I think the way it's shot and the way that the sound, it's gonna it's gonna win a lot of awards. I think. Okay, it's really good. That that's a big one. Mm -hmm. The hashtag dork Dark Knight Award for the best movie of the year goes to Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. Now, yeah, and again, we'll we'll talk about the the Invisible Man. We'll talk about again, but yes, we will. Yes, the Fear dot com award that goes to the worst movie of the year. Your nominees: Coffee and Kareem, Horse Girl, Hubie Halloween. Which I did not put on there. I did. Jujitsu, John Henry, and Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. To me, it was Horse Girl. I don't know if you saw it. It's so weird. I made a mistake. I made a mistake last week. So um, there was uh, another movie. You said Allison Brie. Yeah. And you I, and I was talking about like Samuel Jackson. That was another movie called Unicorn Store with Brie Larson. Or so Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson. This is Allison a movie Brie. called Unicorn Store. Right. And I remember I got the two confused. I you like Allison Brie a lot. And this was I don't know how to describe it other than they wanted it to be like a david lynch movie right but it wasn't and so think about how like messed up david lynch movies are and how they make you think and you're like what the hell's going on or whatever but they find a way to be good so think about if you just make some of the wrong turns there that's what this was and i just it's a netflix movie it's probably still on there now i just remember being like so blown away about how bad it was and every movie i saw this year in what was the worst movie or year in movies nothing was nothing was worse than this and I would only say Jiu-Jitsu starring Nicolas Cage would be on has a place on this list because it's a fucking terrible movie. But it's one of those movies that's so you wonder to yourself, like, how did this happen? Like, how did this get made? Right. Right. Like you call the movie Jiu-Jitsu and no one does Jiu-Jitsu. Like you have Tony Ja who's, who does like Muay Thai. You could probably do some Jiu-Jitsu, I would think. Right. Yeah. And it's again, the story I, I said it on when I was on EEI with you guys, the story is an alien comes to earth every few years and has to fight 
people in order to and if he it's like predator like he has to come for like a good hunt oh yeah you gotta have a good hunt and, or it but if he doesn't find like a um a good fight he'll wipe out the entire planet so the God. world's best fighters have to fight this alien <laughs> and he's like Damn. a robot it's the dumbest fucking and sam- somehow like nicholas cage is a like lunatic samurai like it's, it's crazy um but i've seen horse girl i saw horse girl and unicorn store and i will echo horse girl is the worst movie of the year but thank far. you all right thank you terrible wonder woman was a disappointment yes it was I did not see john henry i refused to watch coffee and kareem but Good. horse girl gets it okay <laughs> All right, the next one is kind of in the similar vein. We only have three nominees, Ryan, if you want to take us through that one. So this is the Jordan Peele's Us Award for the most disappointing movie of the year. Now, the only three nominees for this one, like you said, The Five Bloods, Enola Holmes, and Wonder Woman 1984. Again, um, I like to consider myself um, decently read. Um, a sure. person who knows... His ass from his elbow, if you would. Okay, I've heard that. I don't understand what everyone thought was so good about the Five Bloods. Disappointing. I, I watched to me. it again. I watched it again. I don't. I don't understand. There were parts of it that were like it was clearly they used the first take of everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you know, and it was like again, nah, the guy, there's a scene where the like guy it. gets blown up with. I, I understand, but there's a guy who gets blown up with a grenade, and it's like laugh out loud funny. It's funny. Yeah, it is. It stinks. It's a slog. I didn't like it. I like a lot. Of, I like probably most Spike Lee movies, and that's why it's on the disappointing list. Yeah. If this was some random director, it wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been like that. It wouldn't have been as anticipated. But it wasn't very good. Anola Holmes that put on there. That's the Millie Bobby Brown right movie, and it was fine. It was like I didn't really like it. Henry Cavill's in it too. Mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four has to be it though. It That's has, the most because it's the only it's really the only like blockbuster that yeah. and the only superhero movie this year that people were really looking forward to. And like you said, they pumped so much into the advertising for this yeah. and people were so I know excited about it. And they were like cherry picking these these uh reviews of the movie leading up to it. Oh stunk. Right? Yeah. That it stunk. Yeah. I it's it's Wonder Woman. It's it absolutely Wonder Woman, the most disappointing. The Scream Award for the best horror movie of the year. Five nominees here. Uh, the Babysitter, Killer Queen, Freaky, Hubie Halloween, The Invisible Man, and The Platform. Um, the Babysitter, Killer Queen could have been on the worst movie of the year list. It could have been. <clears throat> I like it for what it is. Like it, 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 It's a B movie is what it is. Like, yeah. And the first one was better. This one was, was not nearly as good. I haven't seen Freaky yet with Vince Vaughn, but I feel like I would love it. You would love it. I mean, it's, it's yeah. good. It's not, but... I think, like you said, I mean, the movie here that's already like was in the running for movie of the year. Yeah, it's Invisible Man. It's Invisible Man by far. Close. Definitely by far. the best best horror movie of the year with a bullet is the yep. Invisible Man. All right, next one. Next one, the Anchorman Award, best comedy of the year. Uh, Borat, subsequent movie film. I'm not going to say the whole thing. Eurovision, which um, yeah, the, yeah, 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 ding dong. Hubie Halloween did not put that on there. <laughs> Love Birds, Palm Springs. And the wrong Missy. Now I've seen most of these. So Borat, good. B, like solid B. I would give that. Eurovision gave you some lines, but didn't really like. Never really I got think there. Eurovision's a worse movie than Hubie Halloween. Like Hubie Halloween is like is what it is. Whereas Eurovision, I'm like, I'm not really sure what they're going for here at, at times. I'm just having fun. Lovebirds was good. 
Uh, the Wrong Missy, I thought, had its moments. Again, it's a Happy Madison production. It had its moments. Uh, it, it how, probably... how, about how bad did Nick Swartzen look in that movie, by the way? Oh, he's put on bad weight. And like he had like a yeah. terrible wig. Oh, he's a, he looks unwell. This is yeah. he's a far cry from Grandma's boy, Nick Swartzen. Yeah. It's definitely Palm Springs, though. It's right? definitely Palm Springs. Definitely I mean, th- Springs. this movie was I hate good. to use the word, but it's it's good and it's just makes you happy. It's yes. a feel good, it's a I feel like, good right, comedy. I liked it. Yep. I liked it a lot. Uh the Hoop Dreams Award. That goes to the best documentary of the year. Uh, and the six nominees. Cheer on Netflix, Crazy, Not Insane, HBO, Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris Benoit episode on Vice, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, HBO, Tiger King, Netflix, and The Last Dance, ESPN. Uh, If you want to check our archives, we did standalone episodes on both Tiger King and The Last Dance, so that kind of tips our hand a little bit. It has to be one of those two. has to be one of those two, and I think (laughs) nothing... Not and as good, as well made as the last dance was. Yeah, it's Tiger King. Tiger King was because every at the end of every every episode, you were going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what the like, fuck? What the fuck? Like, and it became is- such a big thing. I know some people got sick of it because it was like so in your face, so over the top. You know, Carol Baskins on Dancing with the Stars, Joe Exotics asking for a pardon, like all this shit. But at the time. And I remember, David, you saw it first and you were like, you got to watch this. And then we ended up doing an episode on it like two yeah. days later or two, a week later. And yeah, that that's the winner. That's no doubt the winner. I think I watched it all, all like seven episodes in two days. <laughs> like it was, it, I just flew through it. Yeah. I was so, and it was like one of those things where I got to like episode four, like through episode four, where the whole Carol Baskin thing starts to come when he like burns down the alligator farm and like all that stuff. And like, I had to stop myself. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta stop. Is, like, right. this is this is this is crazy. Um, but again, just kind of took over the, mm-hmm. the 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 consciousness, and and it came right at like as as COVID started to take hold, and so people yeah. were at home and watching it and talking about it. So incredible, and not to say again, the last dance is awesome, but there's a lot of times where you're just like, all right, talk about gambling more. Like, talk yeah. about. Yeah, there were definitely yeah. certain parts that were a lot stronger than others. So yeah, all right, next one. Tiger King, uh, the Darth Vader Award, best character in, in the movie of of the best character in a movie of the year. Ava, Jessica asked Chastain from Ava. Jack Cunningham, um, played by Ben Affleck in The Way Back. Uh, Levy, Levy, Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Rudy Giuliani in Borat. Nicholas Cage <laughs> in Jiu Jitsu. Okay. Or Niles, Andy Samberg in Palm Springs. Oof. I'll be honest, um, not a super strong year. Not a strong I don't know year how many of these characters like 10 years from now we'll be talking about. Maybe Chadwick Boseman. Um, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm, I don't have a, I'm not dying for any of these guys to win. I'm not dying for any of these guys to win though, but I want Rudy Giuliani to win though because fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. Like best fuck character him. of the year. Best yeah, character of the, of the year. One of the best moments he was fixing. Because he, claimed, I mean, he claims yeah. he knew what was going on and he was just tucking yeah. in a shirt because we all, yeah. Lay yeah. flat on our backs to tuck in our shirts, right? Always. Always. Always, always. And, and especially right after you lay on a bed, you tuck your shirt in. Yep, right? that's true. Yeah. Ryan, this next one is always uh, a very popular award. Uh, that goes to the Jennifer Love Hewitt in Ghost Whisperer Award, a.k.a. the Steel Smooch of the Year. Your nominees. Allie, played by Taylor Messiah in Dave. Cheetah, played by Kristen Wiig in Wonder Woman 1984. 
Harley Quinn, played by Margot Robbie in Birds of Prey. The Huntress, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead in Birds of Prey. Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian. And Wonder Woman, played by Gail Gadot in Wonder Woman 1984. You can't go wrong here. There, mm, no, you can't. You can't go wrong here. A lot of good um, choices. One of the one of the other characters I would add, and this is thinking outside the box, Richard, for for us. Um, a Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was not this year. That was not this year. Okay, but like, fucking add him to the list. I don't think We're that makes sense. About... It's the 2020 Dork Awards. Yeah. Don't you think that movie would have come up prior to now? No, because the movie stunk. No, it would have won the movie of the year. I think it won last year. We'll probably win again this year if you want to put it back on the list. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. I think I'm gonna um, go with Allie from Dave. You I, know was, what? I liked Allie a lot. And I go back to I know I mentioned it on the podcast before the the scene where he's writing us trying to write a song and she's explaining to him that they have to leave to go to her sister's wedding. Amazing. Might be one of the like easiest romantic scenes and the, probably the cutest romantic scene I've ever seen. It was cute. It, it was, was cute, cute. It was and she cute and her wearing the Tom Brady jersey in the bar, shutting the guy down, sealed it. Sealed this for me. Great that was one of the, that was awesome. And yep. then her her showing up at that party when he's talking to Courtney Kardashian, amazing, completely geeking out. She is what a great a show. Doll. What a great show. I would date her. E easy. She would not. She would not easy. date me. Easy, Haas. All right, yeah. but congratulations yeah. to. Uh, Taylor Masayek from Masiak? Dave. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything out of school. I think I think if my wife were listening right now, which she probably is, she'd agree with me. She'd date her too. Okay, all right, that's that's fine. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> the, the next award. Now, this is one of uh, we don't talk about comic books enough on this no. show. Uh, again, you can't read everything, and you and I both have sort of the same philosophy. We usually wait for collected editions. We wait for the you know the whole story to be told, or at least a good chunk of it. We don't get the, you know, the issues every week, but part of the hashtag Dork Shared Universe is uh, Nick Fryer and Doctor Joe. They do the TLDR podcast as part of the Change My Mind Pod. I reached out to those guys and I said, "What were the best comic books of the year?" So, the Long Halloween Award, which goes to the best comic book of the year, the six nominees are Batman: Three Jokers, which is a DC book, mm -hmm. Dark Knight's Death Metal, DC. Daredevil, Marvel, Die, D-I-E, Image, Undiscovered Country, Image, and Once in Future from Boom. I've read Batman Three Jokers, and I've read the first issue of Undiscovered Country. Both are very good. I would, I would side with Three Jokers, but again, haven't read all those, but for people out there, I would... Uh, they all sound pretty good. Those guys read a ton of stuff, and they they said that those are the best ones of the year. And I think I think for me, the one I'm most anticipating, I, I am going to read. Uh, first of all, I'm going to read Three Jokers because it was your recommendation. Yeah. But definitely going to read Undiscovered Country because it's Scott Snyder, and I basically yeah. read anything Scott Snyder writes. Correct. Um, it just ha happens to deal with a United States uh, pandemic, so uh -huh. a little on the nose. But yep. uh, I'm definitely going to check that out for sure. I feel like Once in Future would be up your alley too. I think it might be too. I think I, if I remember correctly, what is this one about? I believe James Gunn, Sean Gunn. Um, you, you go with the, you know, once in future is a modern take on the classic Arthurian legend, Ari Helix. 
has been an illegal immigrant in the galaxies for as long as, he, as she can remember. But when her spaceship crashes on old Earth and she pulls a magic sword from an ancient willow, her destiny becomes set in stone. Oh, get it? Like sword in the stone. Oh, sword in the stone. Okay. Uh, Ryan, this next one, this is this one's near and dear to your heart. It is near and dear to my heart. This is the Soda Popinski Award, um, the best Wild Bill soda, the soda of the year. Hmm. Soda of the year. Now we have six flavors to choose from right now. We have, um, sorry, you want me to get the, the actual names? Yeah, I do. All right. One moment. I, I want the, I want the actual names. We have for the soda Popinski award, for the soda Popinski award. We have right now. Um, I believe it's blazing black cherry. Okay. Good choice. Um, vintage vanilla cream. Oh, all right. Open trail ginger ale. Oh, I, uh, that's That's going to be a favorite. It's got to be a favorite. Outlaw Orange Cream. Nice. Rocky Mountain Root Beer. And Six Shooter Sarsaparilla. Son of a bitch. That might be a late late entry. That, but you got to go like just, just trail ginger ale. I'm not. Ryan. The and king of ginger ale? I'm going to tell you why. Wow. Because this is a, this is a, this is a committee right now. And I'm going to ask you right now. James Gunn, Sean Gunn. Okay. Head dick. Yep. What is the out of all six of these flavors? What is the one that James Gunn, Sean Gunn? I put these six in front of you. I say, drink one of these. Which one are you drinking? I'm going blazing black cherry. Blazing black cherry is the winner this year. Yeah, it, I, I, I know. I love it. I know there's a quality product in all of these flavors. Yeah. However, I, I've drank enough of their ginger ale to tell you that it's fucking good. Right. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're the guy. It's consistent. It's 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 spicy. Yeah, think... It's consistent. Okay. But I took my first sip of Blazing Black Cherry Wild Bill Soda and went, yeah. "Holy shit!" Yeah. It's Spilled good, it. and Spilled it's great it. to mix alcohols with. Yes, it is. Yes, um, it is. The best being, if you want to check out my uh, my black the 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 oh, yeah, pile driver. Yeah, the pile driver, the pop culture pile driver. The pop podcast. culture pile driver is is uh is is good, but also if you mix it with some SoCo Black Label, come on, it'll fuck you up. Have yourself good. the best time. Have, have yourself the best time. A little bit of line. Yep. Right. Get that. Right. How about the ice cold brew dogs award? That goes to the best brewery of the year. Because you know mm -hmm. I me, mean? I like to have an ice cold brew dog every once sure. in a while. Uh, I just have four on the list. I have four. The four horsemen. The four beers I probably drank the most this year. We're going to go to Prison City out in Auburn, New York. Delicious beer out in Prison City. Idle Hands, our friends in Malden, Massachusetts. Treehouse out in Western Mass. And Vitamin C, C spelled S-E-A. Four delicious breweries. Going to have to give it to Idle Hands. Go Idle Hands, baby. Going to have to give it to our good friends at Idle Hands. Oh, I believe they are now a two-time Dorky Award winner. Which is rare. That is it's rare. I don't think. That, I don't think yeah, I think they're the only ones, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Now, I um, also I reached out to the guys at TLDR and I said about the comic books, right? And right. they gave me comic books. I reached out to our friends at Pop Culture Pile Driver. I said, "Listen, after WrestleMania, I haven't watched a second of wrestling. Could you guys give me six Wrestler of the Year nominees?" Billy wrote back and he said, "I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't watched much." I was like, okay, fair enough. He goes, this this is gonna be all Rossi. Haven't heard from Rossi. It's Becky Lynch. It's always Becky Lynch. Okay. I know Becky she didn't Lynch. wrestle a lick this year, but it's always Becky Lynch. Now, to going off the ice ice cold brew dog award. Yeah. If you're like me and you have you can't drink beer, 
physically. Like I can't sure. drink beer. I think I can have one and then I get it gets bad. Um if you are a non-beer drinker, the drink that you need to get your hands on right now is something called Long Drink. Um, it is a product of Finland. It is a gin-based drink that comes in a can. How do I get this? It tastes just like Fresca. And it is like 8% alcohol. This stuff will give oh, yeah. you a wallop. It's delicious. Is it in stores? Like around it's here? It's in stores. It's in okay. stores. Go, uh, it's, I can't... Legally, I can't say... I, what I just said, um, because I'm under under contract, I can't endorse another drink. But fair enough. If you alcoholic Don't drink, if you have the get a long code. drink, get a work. long drink. They're amazing. <laughs> All, right. All right, Ryan. What's the next award here at the Dorkies? Uh, the next award here is the Serial Award for Best Podcast of the Year. Hmm. The nominees are yes. Change my mind. Hashtag Dork. I've heard it both ways. Mac and Goop, Pop Culture Pile Driver, Too Long, Didn't Read, TLDR, yeah. and honorable mention to Joe Rogan. Mm. Who, do, who do you got? I'm going hashtag dork, and I'm I don't hashtag think it's dork. No, the other guys suck. I How's that for it's... negativity? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, <yourselves. laughs> I uh, don't think it's that close. Ryan. Speaking of uh, the King of Kong episode award, that goes to the best. Hashtag dork episode of the year. The mm -hmm. nominees. Episodes, this is sort of a this is sort of cheating a little bit. Episodes 190 and 191, out the window, the Jamie Banks story. Episode 194, Cryptids. Episode 200, entitled the 200th episode. <laughs> episode 202, Man versus Snake. Episode 204, Tony Hawk 1 and 2. And episode 219. The Mandalorian season two review. Now this was this was a good huh. year for us. Um, this was our 200th episode on WEI, which was great. On um, the Cryptids episode, which was I thought that was one of my favorites. Cryptids was great, but I gotta say the most fun I've had this year ever. Not even on this podcast, but just in general. <laughs> yeah, out the window the Jamie Banks story. Doing murder mysteries online. With you and and um, your wife and Nicole, yeah, and Nick, I was gonna say and Nicole and, Nicole and, and Rye yeah. was it was absolute blast. That, that, that worked to me out. Was the we, most had, fun. we had great interaction from mm -hmm. the people that were watching live. That was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, then we did another one later too, which was also a lot of fun. But just the first time going through it, I think that was the, that was the best. That was I had so much fun. And not to tip yeah. a little bit, we might have more of that to come. Yes, yeah, we might. We yep. we just might. All right, what's the next one? Uh, the You Can't Watch Everything Award. Uh, things <laughs> yeah. you missed this year. Yeah. Uh, the nominees are uh, Bad Boys for Life, The New Mutants, Tenet, and What We Do in the Shadows. And I'm going to add Jessica Jones Season 3 to this as well. Yeah, but, you can't. Uh, one of these I've seen. So I'm going to take that off the list. Which one did you see? I saw What We Do in the Shadows, the show. I did I did watch that Oh, you show. watched the TV it's show? Very, it's oh, very okay. Good. I didn't. So good. that's why I put it on the list. Yeah. It's um, still, it's Tenet for me. It's Tenet, and I have to be. That was one of the most anticipated, which we'll get to in a second. And we said we needed to see it in the theater. And everyone, everyone I've talked to who's actually yeah. seen the movie, both in the theater and like the people who saw it at home were like, it was good. I wish I saw it in the theater. The people who saw it in the theater are like, you have to go. Yeah. And I'm like, I, 
I just can't do it. I can't do it yet. Yeah, I, I know. So that's definitely the answer for me. That because that was on our list for 2020 movies that we were excited about. It's one of the few that actually came out, and then I missed it. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to throw this one at you. This is the sure. Jason Rossi Award for the worst take of the year. Oh, this is yeah. This is not. This I, is no, new, I'm just yeah. throwing this one at you. I have yep. six nominees. Uh, Michael Scott is the worst character. That's from Nick Fryer. Blink 182 is a one-hit wonder. That is from Ryan Davy. Trilogies suck, and the second movie is always the worst. Jason Rossi. I have no interest in Borat. Jason Rossi. Calling something a draft, even though you can all pick the same person or thing. Jason Rossi. And if you could be any animal, which would you be? I choose to be an ostrich. Jason Rossi. Well, in the spirit of not being negative, Richard. Yeah. Um, and hindsight being 2021. 2020. Oh, um, 2020. Fuck. I feel as though while I was trying to make a point, <laughs> I did not do so as successfully as I thought I did. No, and I'm glad Jordan included our debate in the year or this year in Dork. And I oh, think so. Once, once I was able to explain it to you, like I, again, I mean, I would, I stuck, I was stuck on the fact that it was up to my interpretation. I was trying to make a point about the yeah. draft itself. I got it, and <laughs> it came at the expense of my own credibility. Yes, it did. And so and for that, vis-a-vis our credibility, and for that, I will give this award to myself as the wow. worst take of the year. Wow. Do you agree? Yeah, it's a bad take, but honestly, so your take, I hated, but you at least had two different rationales for it. I did. As much as I hated it. One, you were in a draft where there were no rules. So right away, whatever. And two, if your rule was top 40 hit, then you were also technically correct. Whereas Rossi saying he wants to be an ostrich. It's so stupid it hurts. Rossi saying that trilogy stink and the second movie's the worst one. When we went through all these examples where the all second movie was the yeah. best movie, right. it's like laughable laughably bad. So I don't know. They were they were all pretty bad. And let's not let Fryer off the hook hook saying Michael Scott stinks. Michael Scott's the show. But and like he is the show. Like when he left the show, horrible. The worst character on that show by far. Is Pam Beasley, Correct. Pam Beasley, yeah, um, helper. She but also sucks. Also, Andy Bernard became terrible. Manager Andy left, and late, like late in the game, Andy was horrible, awful. Michael Scott. It's like when Tom Brady left the Patriots. What do you have left? Not great. Michael Scott left the office. What do you have? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. I don't know. I think I I respect you as a man trying to take Blink One Eight Two, but I think I got to go with Ostrich Man. You could, I mean, you, you want could to be an ostrich, any animal in the animal kingdom. You could be any animal, and you land, you land on fucking ostrich. Like ostrich. there's so, and you a said in the bird. in the episode, like it's a, a dolphin. Bird. Dolphins out there having sacks and killing for killing. fun. You want to murder? They'll do it. You could have been a sloth. Mm. I don't sloths know if that's are a bad man. Sloths are. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. Really, that. It seems like a kind of a shitty take, also, but I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be a sloth. I mean, my my <laughs> answer is, but like sloth, I, I would. If he said sloth, 
yeah. You gave a re- I would have been like, that's better than an ostrich. It's better than an ostrich. I think most things are better than an ostrich. I don't think what anything's mean? worse no. than an ostrich. It's like um, a worm. But to to be to be fair, there yeah. are some apex predators that like their lives are a lot of work. Like yeah. sharks never stop moving. If oh, they yeah. stop moving, they move. die. Like could be a wombat. Joshua um, in the chat says you could be a wombat. There are what there is the animal you could build the whole uh whole castle. Um yeah, did you uh probably a bear? <laughs> no, I no. If I had Dave's it, making it worse, Dave Mike wants to put you back in the nominees with the sloth take. <laughs> no, what I meant was that like if Rossi said sloth, that's still better than an ostrich. I think it everything's better. I, I honestly think everything's better than an ostrich, short of like mosquito like it's 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 not a good list or it's not a good group to be in a male lion sleeps for 20 hours a day he wakes up to fornicate Mm. and eat that's it don't pigs have sneaky long orgasms they do it's like hours isn't it or like hours of an orgasm so rossi could have brought that kind of stat to the table he could have said hey i'd rather i want to be a pig and be like huh you already are a pig hot like there'd be jokes but then you'd say, wait a minute, why do you want to be a pig? And he's like, I don't know, orgasms that last days? You're like, okay, this guy this guy put the thought in. They hump, man. <laughs> you ever seen a pig? Yeah, I've seen a Humping? pig. <laughs> no, I haven't. You ever seen a pig porking? <laughs> Nobody That's called they, it that. Yeah, I get it. I, I've never seen that. How do you think they do it? Yeah, it's it's sloppy. It's a, it's a lot of mud and... Is it just involved. do all animals do it like dogs or is it is there another do they do missionary? They no, it's you know that one <laughs> where you're spooning and you start rubbing the back of the lower back a little bit and then it just kind of eases it goes just on your that, side. Just on the side, yeah. I think so. so. You're telling me that pigs don't do it missionary? No, it's too much work. Yeah. Seeing two pigs doing oh. it missionary though might be something I I want to <laughs> check out at some point though. Whoever yeah, and like whoever's lighter would go on top just for the sake of the other pig. Just ease. ease. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I honestly don't know the answer to that. <laughs> like, obviously pigs have to do it. Like, it's what makes the world go around. But I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how they're doing it either. But the backseat of a, of a Volkswagen? <laughs> Maybe you put on a movie that's, you know, some. you say you want to come over and watch a movie. And right. the female pig comes over and watch a movie, yeah. and it's a non-threatening movie, not something overly, yeah. overtly sexual or violent. No. And then no. you know you you wind up cuddling on the couch, and it leads to you know, yeah. call that the cuddle hustle back in the day. Sure. Or you're like, oh my my back kind of hurts. Yeah, got like, a quick rub down. Oh, there's never there's no such thing as just a back rub, man. There's no. no such thing. Never not back in those days. Not back in the early aughts. Nope. Mm-mm. Ryan, we have one final award. That of course would be the Captain Marvel Award. That goes to the most anticipated movie of 2021. We're going to do a full episode next week about the 2021 movies. Now, there's one that I left off. I don't know. Are you super pumped for Dune? Uh, I left it off. Enough. I didn't know if you wanted me to put that on there. Enough. I'm um, okay. Here's yeah, my I, list. Let me know if yeah. Dune should be on there. Black Widow, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Halloween Kills, Morbius, whatever they end up calling the third Spider-Man movie, which is supposed to come out in december seems kind of quick for that to uh, come out. i don't think so yeah and the suicide squad 
Now, we're the Batman has been pushed off to 2022, right? Yes. And I don't know, man. This James Gunn Suicide Squad movie is just crazy enough to work. I bet it's going to be good. Yeah. It's bonkers. It's like this like a million characters and they're yeah. all like G-list DC characters. Like fucking polka dot man's in it. Yeah, they're whoever they can find. They're throwing in there. Um, I do want to see what happens when they kick off the next. Well, they're actually not kicking off the next phase of the Marvel with um, Black Widow because it's technically set in the past. Well, yeah, so, but there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some sort of end credits. I also, uh, Shang-Chi and Eternals are the other Marvel movies. But I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to Ghostbusters, seeing what they're doing with that. And Carrie Coon's in it. And Carrie Coon's a friend of the podcast, Carrie Coon. Um, Morbius, dude? Morbius? <laughs> Morbius does look all right. And again, th- this this is building another spider verse. Yeah. Um and like Halloween kills, I didn't love I didn't love the last Halloween, but I do want to see what they're gonna do with this one. And I'm a sucker for Halloween. And is this anyway. is the last one, right? This is it. No. There's one more? There's yeah. one more. Isn't yeah. it Halloween trilogy? Halloween kills and Halloween like dies. It's a ter- it's a they're all terrible. They're names. all terrible names. Um but as Rossi said this is the second movie in a new trilogy, so this is going to be the worst stink. one. It's not worth it. It's going to stink. So that's a good point. Just skip it. Yeah, just skip it. Uh, sp- I mean, I'm a big Spider-Man. I'm a big Sp- Spider-Man fan. So, oh, the yeah, the love, sequel love to this is going to be called Halloween Ends. Oh, that's okay. In 2022, Halloween kills and Halloween dies is what <laughs> it should have been called. It should have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan, congratulations uh, to all of the winners this year at the fourth annual Dorkies. A lot of really good prizes this year. As bad as it was for uh, movies this year, I thought TV was really strong. And um, what I did read in comic books was strong. The beer was always flowing. The soda was fantastic. So Fantastic. So that's that's that. Ryan, let's get to the uh, the next portion of the program right now. Pick of the bomb. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose to defend a goal? I will defend a goal. Shit. All right. Well, I'll receive then. Okay. Because I don't want to get boned having to, I want the wind know, at my back second half. Fine. I don't want to kick off both halves. You know, I don't yeah. want to screw that up. So I will take the ball. This show's been out for a few years. Uh, me and the wife just started watching it because we like to find shows that we can watch together because there are not many of those. Uh, Succession. Have you watched Succession? No, but they, it's one of those things. It should have been on the list of like, can't watch everything because so many people have told me I need to watch it. I don't think there was a season this year, though. So it wouldn't have been on right. this list. So there's two seasons on HBO, and the third season is supposed to come out this year. And they're 10 episodes, hour long. We watched all of season one. And I want to say the first or first two episodes of season two. So I'm not even done yet, but we should be caught up certainly by the time they start season three. I didn't love it right away. But then by the end of season one, so I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like, hey, you got to watch this. But I could see why people like it. Like, I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people love it. And I could see why. And by the end of season one, I was like, all right, you got your hooks in me. I'm going to play. I'm going to see this thing out. Uh, kind of like a lot of HBO shows are that way, where I feel yeah. like the first few episodes you're like, mm, do I like these characters? Do I care? But it's good. And uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother, Rory Culkin, is in this. Fantastic. It Kieran. It's Kieran, isn't it? Is it Kieran? It's Kieran. I think, I think he it's has a brother Rory. named Rory, but I think it's. Oh, is it? Is it the wrong one? It's Let me look Fuller. that up. Let me, 
Let me look that up because I want to get this right. Mm-hmm. You are right, Kieran Culkin. Thank you. Yeah. He's in, obviously um, Brian Cox plays the uh, the main head honcho there. It's, it's good. So I have two ish. So I, one thing I do want to mention, it's not my pick of the pod, but your your memory, your talking of succession jogged my memory. Uh, I, I watched the first episode. The first episode is 90 minutes long, but the first episode of Yellowstone. Oh, I've heard that's good. It's good. It's, I've not it's, seen it. It's, uh, it's good. Okay. Um, what I started, I actually started watching this a half hour prior to us doing the podcast. I was sitting doing my notes watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Hulu. Uh, the movie is called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. <laughs> now, this it's a documentary. You'll, I honestly think you'll love this movie. Um, I watched the first half hour of it. And they explain now Courtney Cox is in it. His sisters, um, Rosanna and Patricia are in it. Ric Flair is in it. So the thing is branded as the most hated man in wrestling after winning the highly controversial WCW world heavyweight championship in 2000 actor, David Arquette attempts a Rocky return to the sport that stalled his promising Hollywood career. Dangerously determined to redeem his reputation and reclaim his self-respect, Arquette will stop at nothing to earn his place in professional wrestling. I watched that match that you're probably leading up to. Yeah. Oh my god. And die. And um, he lost so much blood. Yeah. So Courtney Cox is in this, and they they talk about in the first like five, ten minutes of the movie. They're like, in 1996, he was on the cover of Vanity Fair with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Will Smith, Matthew McConaughey, like he was like this next, he was doing serious roles and then he did scream. And then after that, he was pigeonholed as like this doofus. Hmm. And then, then he ended up doing, talking about like, what I was going to say, then he ended up doing ready to rumble and that's yes. why he got brought into WCW yes. and he was the WCW champ back with like before they flipped and just sold themselves to WWF. They mm-hmm. were floundering, and their creative was awful. And David Arquette was legit the champion, right? And so you have Courtney Cox talking about where I just stopped it. She's like, "Like I was on Friends, and it was like the most popular show like in the world, and like he's getting movie roles, and he just told me one day like he's gonna wrestle." And he, she was like, "It came out of nowhere, and it was weird, and it was." And she says, "I think it was like really hard to watch." Oh my, yeah, I bet. And like, but that match that he did too. So when did they film this? Do you know? This was it came out this year, but it has to be like his return. So it so has that to, match they probably filmed it like two years ago. Is it one episode or is it a series? It's a movie. Oh, it's a one movie. So did yeah, you finish? Uh, no, I'm a half okay. hour into it right now. Oh, okay, so I wonder if they get to that final one. He did a match where like he was getting. It was like a hardcore match, and I've never seen a guy. I don't think lose that much blood. There was a. Oh no, there was one. I'm seeing it. I, I, yeah, it's in here. Oh my god! There's one MMA fight I remember watching. God, I can't remember who it was, who just was lost like pints and pints and pints. Of, no, no, no. Well, Punk up. Yeah, he got bloodied up. But no, there was a guy that just lost. It was like a obscene amount of blood. But that was David Arquette. Oh, he's got DDP and he's doing DDP yoga in this too. I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I'm for Christ's sake. Yeah, I'll so check that out though. What'd you say? Check it's it on out. Hulu? It's on Hulu. Yeah. Oh, all right. Just bundle right. it in with your goddamn Disney Plus, will you? I know. All right. Well, next week, Ryan, 2021 movies. We'll take a look at all the movies that are worth discussing in 2021, at least the ones that are supposed to are scheduled to come out. Uh, You can rate and review to the podcast on iTunes. I also found out this. If you've already rated the podcast, you can rate it again. Apparently, after so long, you can like rate it again and it still counts. Like, you can like give us like two five star reviews if that's what you want to do. 
Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. Davey's still going to be on his Twitch channel. You can subscribe there, twitch.tv slash D. And on Facebook, we are the uh, hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. So you can find out what's going on with us. Mac and Goo, Change My Mind, Pop Culture Piledriver, Shime, and Dr. Joe on Twitch. So that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for listening to this, our very first episode of 2021. Uh, and Ryan, before we sign off, what do they say about wombats? They do square cuckas. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.